Advancements in technology, shifting markets, and the gig economy are changing the nature of work. With this in mind, Harvard Business School Executive Education is launching a new program on managing the future of work. Based on the latest research into the forces reshaping workforce demographics, this program is designed to help employers remain competitive by thinking strategically about today's evolving business landscape. Learn more at hbs.me future. That's hbs.me future. Blog Talk Radio. EOTM Radio. Entrepreneurs on the move. Reshaping life for a better tomorrow. What's up? My name is Stephen Knight, and you're listening to The Stephen Knight Show. My name is Stephen Knight, and welcome to the Stephen Knight Show here on EOTM Radio. Once again, I'd like to thank you all for joining us tonight. We have another great show lined up. As always, we'll be discussing the latest in entertainment news, Ron's perspective on what's going on in sports, fashion, and the latest in movie reviews. Tonight, we'll also be talking to soul singer Junie. Um, I became a fan of his music when we first started the show, and I know you will be too. He's bringing that real music back, so definitely want to check him out. Then we'll be discussing our question of the day. We want you to be part of the conversation, so make sure you give us a call. Give us your opinion. The number is 718-664-6543. Again, that's 718-664-6543. But first, Ms. Parker, welcome back. How are you feeling? I am feeling great. Great to be back. Did you miss me? Yes, we did miss okay. you a lot. <laughs> Look, I want to pause. I'm like, did you really? You know. <laughs> well, no, we were really Let me ask you out. I know it was your birthday last weekend. Did you have a great trip to New York? Yes, I had a great, great trip. I had a birthday party on Thursday night, as you mm-hmm. maybe remember. <laughs> um, <laughs> had a great time and then flew out the next day to New York, hung out with my UNLV buddies. We had a great time. Um, so, yeah, it was a great birthday. and I'm still celebrating. I celebrate the whole month of March. So yes, it's, not too late to, it's not too late to, <laughs> to send me a gift if you feel like it. You're right. Well, that's good. How was your week? Your week back? Um, it's it's it was a short week. wasn't as long as I worked from home on Monday, and um, the rest of the week went by pretty quickly. My aunt is in town for Sunday's yeah. death audition. Um, yes. she actually went to the one in L.A. and did really well, and uh, made it to the third round, and then was cut. So now she's back to try again. Um. She got a word that if she came by that she may, um, you know, be pushed through. So she she flew in town to uh, this afternoon, and she's going to go to the audition tomorrow. So I'm wishing her luck. 
Um, yeah. I'm sure she's going to do well. She she can't really, really sing. So um, she pray for sing? her. Yeah, she's really good. Oh, great. Definitely praying for her. That's good. Sunday's best on BET. So we'll definitely be looking BET, out for her. On BET, yeah. I actually uh, watched the first season and cut the, uh-huh. like the first, I, I think the second season I watched, it, maybe the last three episodes. Okay, so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they can sing on that show. They can mm-hmm. Well, as you know, um, at the Stephen Knight Show, our mission is to bring you the latest in entertainment news, sports, interviews, fashion, and, of course, music. We want the show to be very interactive. We want to hear from you. So make sure to like us on Facebook if you haven't done so already. I know we ask you this every week, so if you haven't done so, please do. Please make sure to follow us on Twitter as well. Um, on Facebook, the Stephen Knight Show. And to follow us on Twitter, the Stephen Knight Show, S-H-O. Each and every Friday, as you may already know, we post a question of the day. We really appreciate your feedback, your opinion, and, um, you know, discussing the topic with us each and every week. And we will, um, you know, continue to post those topics, and we hope that you continue to comment on them. Well, I have to give um, a shout-out to Bree. She's the one that comes up with the question today for me. So, the question this week is kind of, I'm curious to hear what you have to say about this, uh, Ms. Parker. If you had a really good friend that is known for cheating with married or someone who's already in a previous relationship, would you be able to trust them around your date, your mate, your person you're with? <laughs> okay, I know you, you asked him to comment on this yeah, question earlier sure. today, um, but I, I meant to. I just, you know, was crazy busy at work. But when right. when I when I... When I spoke to you later on today, you were like, have you have you commented yet? And I'm like, what was the question today? And you you read it to me. I just fussed out laughing because I'm like, no, no. Doctor, what else can I say? But no. Right, right, right. So you wouldn't, you wouldn't trust him around your friend? No. I wouldn't trust my friend around my mate, no. I wouldn't even want him in the same room. <laughs> Why I'm there? That's <laughs> true. That's true. Well, I definitely want to hear what uh, our listeners have to think about the question today, and we'll be right back. Hello, ladies. Look at your man. Now back to me. Now back at your man. Now back to me. Sadly, he isn't me. But if he stopped using ladies' scented body wash and switched to Old Spice, he could smell like he's me. Look down. Back up. Where are you? You're on a boat with the man your man could smell like. What's in your hand? Back at me. I have it. It's an oyster with two tickets to that thing you love. Look again. The tickets are now diamonds. Anything is possible when your man smells like Old Spice and not a lady. I'm on a horse. Welcome back to the Quest, uh, Stephen Knight Show. Uh, for those who are tuning in, we're here on EOTM Radio. Um, before we go into entertainment news, I definitely, I know a lot of us um, have heard about the devastation in Japan and in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Um, they had the earthquake that was like the record-breaking numbers for um, Japan. And then, of course, uh tsunami that followed and thousands of people have died. Then uh, Hawaii saw the remnants of that. So we definitely want to let everyone know that they are in our prayers. And I want to encourage everyone to... Do what you can to help. Um, the Red Cross has something set up on their website where you can text the number and it donates $10. Do whatever you can. If you can, give hundreds, thousands. $10 can mean a lot to save a life. So definitely want to encourage everybody to do that. Um, Ms. Parker, I know you've been Yeah, I really appreciate time. you saying that. I agree with everything you said, um, Stephen. And also, just to throw in my little two cents, please remember, life is a gift. Please, mm-hmm. please, 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 whatever problem you think you had, (laughs) 
when you woke up this yeah. morning, it's not really a big deal. Yeah. Compared yeah. to what other people are going through, you have to put things into perspective. You have to put your life into perspective. Compared to a lot of people, yeah. you are doing very well. So yeah. you know, always be thankful. You are blessed, and life is a gift to treat it as so. Yeah. Um, I know that they were interviewing someone who was who was made it through on CNN. I was watching it um, right before we started the show, and uh, the person said that one thing they learned from this experience is to live in the moment, enjoy each moment, because at any moment your life can change, you know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Definitely, um, you know, want to be thinking about that. But uh, what else is going to entertainment news? All right. Um, I mean, <laughs> everyone had been talking about <laughs> – Winning, duh, or winning, duh, winning. winning. <laughs> I always say, I yeah. have been so entertained. I think it's the best thing that's happened since life, Brad. Oh, um, my gosh. <laughs> since they've been on television, I have been enjoying every second of it. I think he is hilarious. I have enjoyed <sighs> every interview. The first thing I do when I wake up in the morning is turn the Today Show on because I know they're going to be playing his audio from the night before. And they're going to be interviewing people about it. It has been straight entertainment. Um, but today, the latest is that his house was raided. Is that correct, Stephen? Yeah. Yeah, his house, the police came uh, to his home. I mean, they got a tip that he had, like, hundreds of guns at his house or whatnot. And so they raided his home to search it with a warrant. And the only thing they found, his manager said the only thing they found were a few bullets and they found a ancient gun from like 1800. So he, you know, he was fine. Um, I know he's. Um, this morning when I woke up, he was suing. Um, I don't know if it's a television station or the, or the production company uh, mm-hmm. because they canceled his show. And then he he stated in his lawsuit that all the comments he's made on TV and interviews, he's been acting, and that he's an actor and that's what he does. And it was just all for show. And um, that he's he's saying that they've discriminated against him because he is he has mental some he claimed to have to be ill mentally mm-hmm. somehow but he's not crazy but he has yeah. mental issues and they're discriminating against him and that's why they fired him so I'm just like but if you're mm-hmm. you know not mentally ill what are right. you saying you know so I don't understand well, but you know it's yeah. part of the whole yeah I was watching a show and they were talking about whether or not this is the end of his career. And um, what someone said that, you know, he's been having these issues for years, but the fact that he was able to come on set, deliver his line, the show was successful, so they kind of looked over it. But now to the point now that he's not even in the right mental capacity. Um, but someone says that, you know, America, America people, the public love um, the excitement. They, they love the person of the now, you know, who's getting all the attention. So mm-hmm. I could... I was I saw this last week on the show that could really pretty much see him uh, getting a reality show following him because you know he's doing his own thing viral on the internet and <laughs> recording certain things. He's actually going to be touring and doing stand up starting see? next month. And, and you know it's going to sell out. Mm-hmm. You know it's going to sell out. Yeah, if he's starting next month. He's going to be doing stand up comedy, um, having his first oh shows in Chicago and then Detroit. Um, I just you know I definitely think he has some issues. I think he's a bipolar, yeah. but you think he's winning? Uh, he's winning. No, um, no, <laughs> he's definitely losing. But you know, as long as he thinks he's winning, because I, I'm, I don't know how you can be winning. You just lost three million dollars per episode. Yes. You know, as much money as he has, he's still losing money. 
So, I don't know. I think when he snaps out of all this, he's going to realize he made a big mistake. (laughs) I think, I just, I'm just glad the kids are out of his home. I'm not sure they're in a better place because his ex-wife has her own issues as well. But, I mean, she can't be anywhere near as bad as he is, so. Um, well, you know, I'm he just, spent the weekend with his with his uh, twins. That's all on entertainment. Yeah, tonight. I'm just glad they're not in the home full living, time. You know, yeah. it's just living there. Um, exactly. it's, it's just not a situation where kids need to be. So. Children. Yeah. yeah. So moving on, even though Charlie Chin has been the most entertaining thing that's happened in the last several weeks, yeah. um, Aretha Franklin is speaking about her weight loss. She said yeah. she had surgery, but she uh-huh. did not have the bat. Bypass. What is it? Yeah. Gastric. The triple yeah. bypass. Gastric bypass, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's been kind of secretive about what's going on. Even when she finally admitted that she had some type of surgery, she didn't say what it was. She said she never had the gastric bypass surgery because she knew someone who had it and they died. And, you know, she said she would rather be fat than have that surgery. But, yes, she had a it. surgery. She had a surgery. But So what do you – why do you think do – you, well, do you think that – um? She's doing the right thing by keeping it private, what she had done? I mean, yeah, because, I mean, she's entitled to that, of course. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, at times we feel like we have the right to know everything that's going on with these celebrities exactly. and stars. But, no, no, she she's definitely entitled to. I just wouldn't even speak about it. Like, I just yeah. I, I just act like nothing happened, you know. But I don't think it's, it's – I, I definitely think she had the surgery for weight loss because if you remember Star Jones lied for three or four years after she mm-hmm. had hers, and then finally admitted it. Then yeah. finally admitted it. So, I mean, a lot of them have. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I just think she's just another one. Just, you know, she just doesn't feel comfortable saying it right now. She's entitled to that. Yeah. But I will say, you know, I remember when the first interview I saw of her was on Wendy Williams, and she looked really old in the face. She lost, she lost 85 pounds, but she looked really old in the face. But I will say the interview I saw on Access Hollywood, she looked really good. Really good, so. You crack me up with that. <laughs> Some of the people look old in the face. She did look real old in the face. <laughs> she, you know, when they lose weight, they look real old. That's for sure. But you, you don't just say people look old. Every time we have a comment about somebody looking old, you're always like, yeah, they look old in the face. So, like, but they, they're old in the face. They're old everywhere. Well, that's all I can see is the face. So. <laughs> well, she is old. So. Yeah, she is old. Yeah, I definitely, definitely love her. Um, so Neil is having his second child. I guess he's moving kind of quick. I'm not sure yeah. why that's even that's even news, but is it by the same woman? Yeah, the same woman. He, well, you know, they just had their uh, first oh. child. Now they have baby number two on the way. So they well, then it, is, then it is news. Shit, she's trying to get that money. She's still on the deal. <laughs> She's still on the deal. <laughs> yeah, well, she got they 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 said uh, Sandra Rose and then knocked up with the second child. So. Oh no, this came from Sandra Rose. Yeah, okay, yeah. Well, I I've seen other places, but uh, Sandra Rose, you know, reported. I heard it today, and I kind of wanted to mention it, but I I haven't really read anything about it. And, and I don't know yeah. Sandra Rose. I don't believe everything she says, but yeah, you can't, you can't. Um, did you watch The Apprentice? Uh, I did. Is this your first time watching it? No, I've watched The Apprentice in season one. You know, I I did fall off for a couple of years, but in maybe the last two, three years, I've watched The Apprentice. And um, because I I like the regular Apprentice, I like the celebrity Apprentice. But this year, yeah, I like the regular one too. But this year, I love the cast. I think it's a very dynamic cast and and diverse. Very entertaining. Very entertaining. I could not. 
I mean, I laughed the entire time. It, so what were your highlights? Okay. Uh, <laughs> that What's that guy's name? Uh, old, David Cassidy. David Cassidy. Not David. Gary, uh, the older guy that was in the chicken suit or whatever he had on. The, remember the guy that's on drugs? Oh, the dude that was like he had so many drugs that he's just brain is fried. <laughs> His brain is fried. Yeah, he was on, um, what show was he on? He had me cracking up on that as well. He he used to be on that drug show, a, celebrity, uh, Rehab, Celebrity Rehab. Yeah. Or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was on there. He is hilarious. Um, oh, my God. And he's Ward, so far gone. Yeah, on the register. <laughs> he was on the register. It's funny because a friend of mine said the reason she was so slow is because she hadn't had her weed. She couldn't smoke her oh, weed. Oh, no. <laughs> Y'all leave Dion alone. That's a legend right here. Dion was on that register. Like, had a line wrapped around the building. <laughs> it was hilarious. It was just, yeah. I mean, she was like, she was like, I got this. I got this. But you she know how old people don't know how to, you know how old people don't really know how to use. Technology. And, and they're not going to back down. <laughs> No, and you know, and Star Jones was like, you know, she wanted to respect her, so she didn't want to. Yeah. But I was really surprised at how much the women won by. But you know, Star Jones, I will say Star Jones, you know, her antics may be a little, people may not agree with them, but she handled that team, though. She did the right things. I no, thought she did she, everything right. No, I really, no, I, I won't say she did everything right, but I think she knows her stuff. And I think she did an yeah. awesome job. They made three times more than what the boys did. And I thought the boys had it. I was like, oh, no, the girls are going to go at it. Nene was kind of low-key this episode, but we'll see what yeah, happens next episode. Yeah, it's coming, though. The guy, look, the guy we were talking about, um, his name was Gary Boosie. He um, is hilarious. He was on Celebrity Rehab, and, I mean, yeah. he's just, he's crazy. He is crazy. What about uh, Richard, the uh, one from Survivor? You know what? When I remember the first Survivor when Richard was on, I was probably a freshman in high school, right? Uh-huh. And I fell in love with Survivor because of him. Then he used to walk around naked. I was watching that show. Yeah, he used to walk around naked. Like, I just was, like, addicted to that show. Like, I would go home and Thursday night, it came on Thursday nights at 8 o'clock. And I yep, just could not yep. wait to go home and watch Survivor. And I remember only him from the episode. I believe it was him and Elizabeth. Elizabeth was either on the yeah. first Survivor or the second. I can't remember. But, like, one of the certain people you remember from Survivor, and he is definitely the number yeah. one person that I remember. Richard is still crazy. He's, He's the crazy. Same, he, same exact person he was on Survivor. But they say he knows how to win the game because think about his strategy in bringing Jose Canseco and David Cassidy into the boardroom. Um, first of all, David Cassidy, he needs to get a backbone. You know, he kept looking at Jose to say. I think Richard knew David would go home because Richard knew that he would, that David couldn't stand up for yeah. himself. So yeah. he knew yeah. that that wouldn't really go well with Donald because Donald's a yeah. strong person. You know, I mean, he wants exactly. you to stand yeah. up and be able to articulate what you're saying and mm-hmm. and just you know just have a backbone about stuff. And he yeah. knew that yeah. David couldn't do that, and he knew that. He said, I'll talk to him. So I think he just brought those two in because, you know, that's how things felt. You know, they you know, they were both kind of against him very strongly. But uh, I, I mean, I don't like Richard. I don't like his tactics, but I think he's, you know, I think, I think he's, he's smart, a player. Though. He definitely is a player. He's a player. Yeah, he's a player. So, I'm, you know, third, Sunday is my new favorite night. Like, I shouldn't yeah, wait to I'll, I'll be tuning in. I'll be tuning in. I hope it's two hours again. I'm not yeah, sure if they're going to yeah, do just an hour, but I, I definitely loved it. I watched it on. Um, I believe Tuesday nights I missed it on yeah. Sunday, but yeah, I definitely really enjoyed it. One of my favorite mm-hmm. shows. Yeah. 
Anything else? Just, you know, just some ATL news. I heard that AJ, um, you know, Candy's fiancé passed away. Yeah, his 15-year-old daughter, his 15-year-old daughter was shot over the weekend, last weekend. Shot in the back of the head. I see. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah. She's in critical condition, and yeah. um, she was shot on. Um, where was it at? Do you remember? It was in College Park somewhere. Oh, I think College it was Park. Ridge. Okay. Um, but they said that you know she's in critical condition. The family held a visual for a prayer visual for her um, a couple of days ago. So we'll definitely be praying for her. I hope okay. that she has a speedy recovery. Gorgeous girl. Gorgeous girl. So. I definitely hope she does as well. You know, nobody wants to. Yeah. You know, that family has been through a lot already. They have been so, yeah, I'm definitely hoping that, you know, that well, she pulls through. Well, I don't know if you saw the game last night, but Miami Heat finally broke their losing streak, four-game losing streak, and beat the Lakers last night. Amon, are you on the line? Yes, sir. Did you watch the game? I did. What are your thoughts? Um... Wasn't that their fifth the, game uh, losing streak? They didn't lose yeah, five games to be one their six. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, so, wow, okay, okay. Yes, but it seems like um, the, the Heat can actually beat the Lakers. I mean, that's yeah. that's that's a team that that they can beat. But but mm. but for the other top 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 teams, they just can't they just can't win. I don't understand. Yeah, no, they just they just can't. But I am going to say that. I'm going to change the, the subject. Have you have you seen what the Cavalier the Cleveland Cavalier have been doing lately? Beating all the good teams and losing to the sorry teams. Yeah, yeah, it's, wow. it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. I'm like, how can Cleveland beat New York twice? <laughs> wow. Yeah, with Carmelo Anthony. By, by with the way. Anthony twice. Mm-hmm. It has been crazy, but Miami game was it was a good game. Miami was a real good game. game. It, it was it was because you know what I was I was just thinking okay Kobe's going to take over for quarter mm-hmm. two minutes left in the game he's going to go crazy the Lakers are going to win it's and it's going to yeah. be a close game but Lakers will win nah the Heat really look good they really look yeah. good yeah yeah up, I agree big up to, big up to Miami definitely definitely um, so what's else going on in sports well first of all um. This is this has to do with sports, but it kind of um, but it's kind of drama also. Did anybody see the um, last episode of Basketball Wives? I'm just curious. I don't watch yes. that show. You saw Michelle? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, Tammy is my girl. I love Tammy Anderson. Okay, is remember like, when Tammy right. was on the Real World? Remember she was dating the one yeah. the Wayne brothers? Yes, that that's Tammy from the Real World back in yeah. L. A. Back in oh L. A. what. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tim, wow. Tim, I always Tim thought she was, was pretty, yeah, but now Tim she is. Tim is married to Kenny Anderson. Mm, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so anyway, it was it was like drama. Her and um, Evelyn were actually fighting because Evelyn revealed to Tammy that she actually slept with her ex with uh, Tammy's ex husband, and it was just why crazy. he was anyway. married to why he was married to Tammy at the why time he was, was Tammy's to, husband. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, pretty much told Tammy to her face that she's not relevant. Yeah. So, yeah. I wouldn't uh, have said anyway. anything about that. Like, why would you tell somebody you slept with their husband while they were married to him? You know, that's just 
straight disrespectful. Hey, Ron, we can't hear you. I said, I'm sorry. I said, grimy, trifling, you know, nasty. Yeah. 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 So actually, um, on a um sad note though, um, there there there, there was a uh, another high school student um athlete that actually passed away Wednesday. Um, oh yeah. She was 17 years old. Her name is Sarah Land. I think I'm saying it not right. Landauer from Gainesville, Florida. How she passed? They're um, not actually giving the um, cause of death. We can't hear you. Can you hear me now? Now we hear you. Now we hear you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Um, they're pretty much saying that she she actually collapsed during um, track track practice, and they were never able to get her to um, to to pretty much, you know, to bring her back. Um, again. I mean, yeah, she she um passed away later on that that evening, so that's really sad. Yeah, so actually, um, very sad. My, my heart goes out to, to her family and everything. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. What, what are we looking forward to that's coming up? What? What are we looking forward to that's coming up in sports? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, Everybody watch what's what's going on with the um NFL. That's it's like a lot of drama. They mm-hmm. actually um haven't haven't come up with a deal yet, so there actually might be a um lockout this season. I don't think it's gonna happen. No um, people are kinda of speculating that it that it actually might happen, that the season might actually not happen next season. I don't think that that's the case because there's just way too much money involved. There's too many football and, fans. Yeah. 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 So I don't I don't I I don't think that it's gonna be a um a um lost season next season, definitely. And also, um conference um championships are going on this this weekend in uh, college basketball. So watch out there. And selection Sunday is is for the men, and sex and selection Monday is for the women for um, college okay. hoops. So, so be on, so be on the lookout for that. And that's that's pretty much it in in sports. Okay. Well, as always, we appreciate your perspective. And um, you're welcome. No we, problem. I want to also thank you again for filling in for Miss Parker. Uh, oh yes. I love yeah, that. thank you. I Parker. appreciate it. No Thank problem. You. No problem. Thank you. No yeah. problem. No problem. Anytime. Anytime. All right. Well, thanks so much. No problem. All right. Well, what's going on in the movies, CK? I know you're just leaving the movie theater. <laughs> How you doing, Steven? I'm, I'm actually good. on location now. Just left the movies. Working hard for the Steven Night Show. I went to go see um, Battlefield Los Angeles. Okay. And the other movie is a running theme this weekend with aliens, and the other one's Mars Needs Moms. Okay. For the kiddies. Okay. Two pretty good movies. Um, of course, Mars Needs Moms. Yeah, how can you go wrong with a cartoon? You can't go wrong yeah. with it. It's pretty decent. Um, heartfelt. Okay. And uh, Battlefield Los Angeles, crazy. <laughs> it is a whole lot of action, movie action, about? action, drama, aliens, overload. Oh, wow. Wow. So we're yeah, from, uh, then, you know, on the same permit? Yeah, pretty much. Um, of course, the, the cartoon was lighthearted and it was all, you know, 
a, a good feel movie. A Battle for Los Angeles was kind of hardcore, and it made you think about, you know, the Earth's future. So you're wondering if they're having something to tell us with all this alien information. Mm. It makes you think. Okay. okay. But it was pretty good, you know, um, with the whole tsunami thing going on and the earthquake, it kind of makes you think about the Earth and uh, what the possibilities of the future are. Yeah. yeah they always say that in those kind of animated movies, they really bring out, you know, it's some truth really to, or something to think about. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Definitely. But if you want a good action movie... Um, I actually wanted to go out on a Friday night to see it because I wanted to get some crowd, you know, um, intensity from it. You know, sometimes when you go to the movie mm-hmm. on opening night with a bunch of other people, you get a better feel of the movie. And I wanted to experience that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should do it. You should. You should have a campaign to have come go to, if you're in the uh, Jersey, Philadelphia area, come to the movies with Chike. <laughs> oh, <definitely. laughs> maybe we can start something. Maybe we should do that. Yeah. We should have a campaign. You should, we're gonna yeah, have a call-in. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll have a call-in. Whoever calls in, let's say number five is the lucky number. Fifth person to call in, we'll arrange it so we'll go to the movies. We'll arrange. We'll arrange that. That'd be great. That'd be great. <laughs> Any other movies coming out that you're um, excited about? I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. Any other movies coming out that you're excited about or that are out now? Well, that you're I, saw, I saw a preview uh, for a movie um, today. Um Super 8, I think it's called, okay. and it's they're not showing you anything, and it's by Steven Spielberg. It kind of reminds me of um, when Aliens first came out, and they did the promo. They never showed you anything of what was going to happen. They just gave you a bunch of uh, thrill clips to make you interested. So coming from okay. Steven Spielberg, can't go wrong. Okay. He doesn't he doesn't put out a shabby movie. No, no. Yeah, he's always on point. He's always on point. Yeah, he is. But that's about all I have for you tonight. Uh, next week it'll be a different story. I think I'm gonna check out a couple of independents and uh, maybe one uh, mainstream movie. I haven't decided yet. Yeah, well, yet to be determined. Okay. Well, again, we thank you as always for your uh, reviews and um, encouraging those to go out and support the. the big thank you, and I have to shout out Happy belated birthday, Miss Parker. Thank you, Chike. I appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Well, you thanks again, and we'll look forward to uh, to speaking to you again next week. Not a problem. All right. All right. Well, um, for more, again, Janelle uh, is celebrating her birthday. She decided to make it a week-long thing, but she has been updating her um her website, budgetshopaholic.com. So make sure you definitely check out that website for the latest on fashion deals and whatnot, you know, things that you ladies love so much. Miss Park, I know you're gonna be on there. <laughs> no, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be helping her. Like, what did you find out this week? So right. <laughs> never you are missed. Enjoy your time. Um and we will see you next week for sure. We will. We'll be right back. Hello out there. This is Mother Luella Jenkins with EOTM Radio and Media. Get creative, get results. All we need to know is how high do you want your business to go. Now what you need to do is call us at 213-290-3573. And all y'all rappers and singers and comedians and all that out there, I'm here to tell you we got something for you, and I'm going to tell you right now. 
And baby, we got some people here that'll give you some PR and work. Child, you'll have your press kit so tight. Child, it look like you'll take it to somebody and knock their teeth out. You hear me? Child, it'll knock mine out from all these emails I got. But let me tell you this company here, baby, we will make you so high, you'll take you up there with the law. <laughs> Just make sure you give us a call, and you can hear us up, too, on the email at pr at eotmradio.com. Give us a call. You hear me? This was brought to you by EOTM Radio and Media. Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. Um, I'm your host, Stephen Knight. And I'm your co-host, Ms. Parker. Please remember to like us on Facebook, The Stephen Knight Show. Follow us on Twitter, The Stephen Knight Show, FHO. We look forward to hearing from you every Friday on the discussion of the day posted on our Facebook page. All right, well, tonight um, I'm very excited to introduce someone who I discovered when we first started um, trying to get music for our show, uh, the feature on the show, and since then, I've become a fan. Calvin Jody Gary Jr. is an American singer, songwriter, arranger, and musician specializing in soul, R&B, and popular music. He has written and collaborated for Ruben Studdard, Elliot Yamin, Nappy Roots, Angie Stone, and Most Deaf. Currently, uh, music is featured on BET, a BET movie called I Do, I Do, as well as websites like SoulTrain.com, EuroWeb.com, singersroom.com, and many others. Jody's debut album was released last year, entitled Acoustic Love, uh, which was released by Hit Carl Entertainment and is considered to be real music. He's bringing back that real music. So please help me welcome Joni. What's going on, Joni? Hey, what's going on, Stephen? Thanks for having me. How you, how you doing? I'm good, man. I'm chilling. I hear that. I hear that. Well, I'm, thank you for being on the show. I know it's been a a while I've been trying to get you on, but I know everything's been kind of busy. So how are you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. I'm great. I'm, I, I was actually listening in uh, to the movie review. I'm, I'm probably going to hit up that movie tonight, uh, Battlefield L.A. Yeah, yeah got to do that. You got to do that. Yeah, but I'm good. Well, man. I read that um, music has always been part of your life. Um, you know, your mother and your father both being artists. Was that what influenced your decision to go into music? As an art and become an artist as well. Um, not as much as people would think. Um, you know, they they did what they did, but you know, actually, um, you know, I started playing the piano when I was nine, and I just fell in love with music, and um, you know, just for myself. And you know, the more I did it, the more I just kind of figured that you know I have to do something in music, whether it be you know management, whether it be you know mm-hmm. selling somebody CDs or selling music gear, um, and okay. it just happened that. You know, production and, and uh, being an artist uh, kind of just, you know, was the thing that kind of took over my life, you know. So, you know, here I am now. Yeah, well, I know you said that you um, play the piano since you were nine, and you also play other instruments as well. I was reading your bio. It's kind of funny. Tell us how you learned uh, how to play these various instruments. Well, you know, I, I just, you know, I just kind of picked it up and just started trying to learn songs, different songs that I, mm-hmm. I would hear. Um, yeah. You know, taking apart um, different notes and things like that. I didn't have any formal training, but the more I did wow. it, the easier it got, you know. And, um, you know, once I, I picked up one, I just had to pick up another. And um, <laughs> especially when I got into doing production, because it's like, you know, trying to get guys to come in and, um, you know, 
play these different instruments really, really hard. So I would have to yeah, pick it up myself, yeah. you know. So that's kind of how that came about. But, you know, I'm just blessed. So how, how many instruments did you not play? Um, well, let's see. I'll say about I'll say about five. But okay. um, the ones that you would probably see me playing on stage would be a piano. That's my baby. And a guitar. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I know I read that initially that you weren't really interested in being a singer, but then you, you had a hard time finding people to uh, to reference the songs that you had created and do, do them justice. But you finally uh, did try to record your own songs. You, you came up with a demo that landed in the hands of rapper, producer Warren G., which we all know. Um, is that when everything kind of turned around or started changing for you? Well, yeah, you know, like you said, like I was just, you know, um, singing songs to actually try to get my production placed. You know, I was trying to get songs and tracks placed, but so I had to sing it myself because I couldn't get anyone else to do it. And, um, yeah, like you said, it landed into uh, Warren G's hands. And uh, uh, from there, it was an opportunity, you know. I was beginning to be recognized for my voice and not just the music that I was creating. And um, so uh, from there, we signed a deal with um, major label Electra Entertainment. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it was a great experience, you know, a good opportunity um, that I took advantage of and, and learned a lot from. So, you know, yeah. Well, my, uh, well who, yeah. Who, who are some of your um, influences in terms of creating the sound? Because one thing, while I listen to your music, um, my favorite favorite song that I've heard is the song called Sunshine, which we played on this show several times. Um, while I listen to your music, it's very... Um, like it's, it's like it's feel good music, you know. It makes you feel yeah. good. It puts you in that good mood. Who are some of the artists that you listen to that kind of inspired that or influenced the, your sound and the type of music that you produce? Well, you know, um, a lot of my music was inspired by um, D'Angelo, um, Lauren Hill. Um, okay. But I think the main artist who who really helped me to. I don't know, I just kind of attached to him, you know, and I think it really helped with me making this feel-good music um, is Nat King Cole, you know. Yeah, and, uh, okay. You know, his, he just has a certain swag and approach to music. Yeah. And it wasn't, like, complicated, like, difficult mm-hmm. vocal things, you know, but it was, like, you know, his, right. his whole feel, you know, um, that really was, he was captivating, you know, so. And, and you got it when you hear, heard him saying it was so yeah. Ooh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, but you right. know, it's funny that you did it because I get—I wouldn't picture him being someone that you, you know, kind of looked up to. But when I hear your music now, I kind of can get it. You know what I mean? Because it's the yeah. same feeling. Uh, did you ever do any kind of um, vocal training, or is it something that you know that you just developed over time? Uh, it was just something that kind of came with time. You know, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was younger, man, I I, I did like one uh, church solo, man, and uh, I got clowned so cold. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. How old were you? How old were you? <laughs> I was about uh, thirteen. I would say thirteen. Okay. And after that, it was kind of like, uh, yeah, that's even more reason for me not to really want to focus on being an artist. But you know, right. with time and and you know, I started to. Um, you know, record my own vocals and just, you know, get familiar with, with you know, what I had, the gift that I had. And, you know, yeah. um, with, with time, you know, it just it just started to, yeah. you know, flourish, you know. And, okay. So. Well, tell us about how did how did your demo actually get in the hands of Warren G? I was working at a music store um, selling okay. instruments. Um, like I said, man, this is my life, man. Where I was mm-hmm. going to be anywhere around music. So I'm, I'm selling instruments <laughs> in the music store. 
networking right. and um a guy came in and he was like, Man, um he heard some of you know, my songs and I was okay. like slinging tracks for like a hundred dollars here, fifty dollars here, you know, just trying to get rid right. of tracks and he was like, hey, yeah. let, me, let me take some of this and get it to uh, Warren G. And so, you know, because he knew his manager, so he, he got it to him. Uh, and I didn't find this out until about a little bit later on down the line. Uh, me and Warren were doing an interview in Seattle, and he, um, okay. he, he was saying that uh, my CD was actually um, in a stack of CDs. Like, I think he said 20, and mine was like the last thing wow. he heard. And as soon wow. as he heard it, he, you know, he got on the phone with his brother, Dre, Dr. Dre. Yeah. And, uh, about a week or two later, man, I was, you know, down uh, in L.A., you know, down here with meeting with Dre and Snoop and all these different companies. Like, you know, just like that, things just kind of flipped around for me. So, um, wow. you know, wow. just fortunate. Well, I know you got your first um, recording contract when you were 21 years old, but you said it wasn't really successful for you ultimately. I'm sure you had experiences that, um, you know, you gained from. But why would you say it wasn't something that was um, – successful i know they want to compromise kind of who you were kind of as an artist right well you know um it, it was definitely a success in, in a lot of aspects but the the mm. main purpose or the main goal of any artist you know who's trying to uh come out is to actually release an album you know and uh, yeah. and go forth and so i think that part of it wasn't successful but in okay. that whole situation um i i found myself in a place where I was trying to do songs that were, um, uh, uh, well, we had an album done and we were ready to go. And then some things happened mm-hmm. in the company in which people were afraid for their jobs. And so they had to relook at, wow. you know, take another look at my album and see, okay, do we have the right single, you know, before we do right. this? And it was like, no, they don't, they didn't think so. So I found myself trying to do songs and, and they were pushing me to do songs that were like other artists that were out. And, um, mm. you know, I was, I was trying it and stuff and it, it was cool, but it wasn't. And it was just like, you know, after that, we just kind of went our separate ways. And I just stepped yeah. back from music for a minute, you know, because um, I just I honestly was kind of tired of music. I was kind of tired of doing, you know, I, I couldn't really create anymore, you know, because I was lost, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, you know, from doing that and trying to be something else that I wasn't. So I kind of just stepped back for a second. And then, um, well, uh, hmm Yeah, because what I'm saying is I know I hear a lot of artists, and, you know, I'm artists as well, so I know the frustration and trying to do something, especially when you're working on a project, a lot of artists, they just feel like it's not fun anymore and they kind of want to step back from it. Um, right. When you step back for a while, what was it that, that made you, that allowed you to decide to come back to singing and to create music? Well, I mean, it's, I mean, you know, I, I love music, you know. I was yeah. tired of it. I, I, I was lost, but, I, you know, I just had a strong love for it. So, you know, what I did was I, um, I started to just create um you know, songs that were genuine again. You know, my first, the first right. song that I created is actually on the album. It's called "Love You More." That's the first song okay. that I did um, after that situation. Is just guitar and vocals mm. for the most part, and you know that kind of helped get me back into the flow of creating genuine, pure, straightforward music. You know, um, again. So, um, you know, if anybody were to listen to my album, you know, you you would hear uh, a genuine album. It was yeah. edgy. It's raw, you know, but it's, yeah. it's, it's genuine, you know. So, uh, well, the album is called Acoustic Love, and you released it in April of last year, I believe. Um, right. Obviously, you know, your experiences led to that. But what, what, to, to, to for you, what was the inspiration and the uh, like, maybe full circle moment when you completed that album, when you wanted to do that album, when you did the album? What was the inspiration for that? Well, aside from, you know, friends and um, 
family, like, just encouraging me to put it out. Um, mm-hmm. I think the one moment for me that kind of just pushed me over the edge was really um, touring with uh, American Idol Elliot Yamin, um, yeah. I was his music yeah. director, and being on the road with him and seeing the response that he got, you know, and stuff, it just kind of just put that, you know, that that boost, you know, or that uh, yeah. pushing me, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you yeah. know, I got this material that everybody's loving, you know, all my friends and family are mm-hmm. loving, it's like, you know, I mean, I could can, I can be getting love for this stuff, and... You know, it's, right. it's it's not only that. Like, there's a message in the music. There's a message in what I have to say on my songs. You know, mm-hmm. and, and um, I feel like you know I'm kind of cheating, uh, my, not only myself, um, the world. You know, by yeah. not sharing. Yeah. It, you know, and so yeah, um, I know. For me, I know like, when you know you have your friends and family. Yeah, I like your music. I like your music. It's like yeah, but when you hear strangers that you don't even know. Yeah. Exactly. When they, you know, when they tell you that they love your music, yeah, it kind of inspires you, doesn't it? But the, You're right. Find it to be the case for yourself. Yep, that's it, definitely. And I was getting a lot of that, you know, and so, you know, I had to mm-hmm. take some action, had to move on it, so. Absolutely. There it is. Well, how would you define, best describe um, Akuta Love as a whole? Um, obviously, people have, have deemed it real music, which I agree. What, what, how do you describe it? Well, like I keep saying over and over, man, it's it's, it's it's a genuine record, man. From the music, this is genuine, pure music, you know, like true musicianship. But it's also genuine lyrics, you know. Um, right. You know, I got a couple of songs on there that are um, uh, that are you know mainstreamy-ish, you know. But um, for the most part, it's just all you know. Just like you, when you listen to the album, you're like, oh, it had to be a musician to make this song be yeah. this music, you know. Mm-hmm. So from start to finish, you know, it's it's it's, it's a great record. What are your favorites on there? Man, I'm, I can't. I don't have no favorite. I mean, like you said, all my your babies, <laughs> all my your babies. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, this, here's the thing. You know, um, it seems like every month uh, I'm listening to one more than the other. You know, mm-hmm. um, and it kind of yeah. switches around. You know, and, and this month has it's been you got me and Delilah. Okay. Uh, those, okay. Those have been the yeah. That kind of been been on. So, uh, but yeah. Okay. Well, what, what's next for you? What's you, you've done the album. You, I know that mm-hmm. you have some um, overseas performances coming up. What what else is coming up for you? What's next for you? Well, we just released the um, the album in Japan, and it's getting a lot of love over there. Um, oh, great! Right, right now, uh, we're actually looking to being independent. I can wait a little bit and then release another song. You know, I can do whatever yeah. I want to do. <laughs> yep, yep. So right now, I'm being independent. Do, <laughs> <laughs> <right>. <laughs> what we're gonna do is we're gonna. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and um, we're gonna do a video for Delilah. Um, okay. And we're gonna go hard and, and, and push. Um, I think this is we're gonna get our, our second breath with the album. You know, it's been about a year almost, and uh, we're gonna okay. go ahead and uh, probably do a re-release with three new songs on the album and um, a cameo from someone. I'm not gonna name any names now. Can't but, say yet. Uh, yeah, can't say yet. But you know, uh, there's some some big things. You know. Going on, you know, we just got so much love for the record, and I, you know, and, and a lot of good feedback, and so, you know, it'd be, uh, I think, we'd be cheating ourselves not to actually, and the world, not to re-release yeah. it with more push. So, um, there yeah. it is. So definitely. Well, tell us where people can uh, find you online. I know um, you have a few websites. Tell us, tell us some of the sites that we can check you out. Well, you can check me out on um, com. That's uh, com, 
and uh, that have a connection to all of the links on um, where you can find okay. my music and everything else. So. Well, listen, man, I definitely, definitely want to thank you for being on our show tonight. Um, like I said, definitely a fan of your work. Um, love, love Sunshine. That's my favorite. I'm going to check out the whole album. I've heard snippets. I'm going to check out the whole album because um, the songs I've heard I, I fell in love with. But I definitely look forward to hearing more from you in the future. And thanks again, man. Well, thank you. I appreciate you, man. Thanks for having me. All right. You take care. Take care. You too. All right. For more information about Juni, um, you can visit our website. We'll have a um, our, well, our Facebook page. We'll have a uh, link to his site, and we'll be featuring some music from him in our playlist. So I'm excited about that, and we'll be right back. Incorrect. 
I, I mean, everyone says that. That, that statement yeah. says, I really, I really truly feels like, you know, that is so not true because how I view friendship is you have certain friends in your life that are able to learn from you, and you have yeah. certain friends in your life that you are able to learn from. So mm-hmm. you, you, you and I are going to have the same group of friends. You and your friends are not always going to be on the same level, but I believe each one reach one, each one teach one. So if I yeah. if someone can learn from me, if I'm in their life for a reason, and they're, they're looking at me as an example, they're learning from me. And there may be somebody in, their, in my life that I can learn some things from. So I truly do not believe that you, you know how they said birds of a feather? That is, together, yeah. Yes. I just, that annoys me to the core because I have friends, I mean, all kinds of friends, and you know that to be true. Yeah, you do, yeah. Well, you one know, thing about you, you're also comfortable around a whole different types of people. You know I, I mean? am, and I, yeah. feel, and I feel like as long as the person has a great heart, that, that's all that matters. So I think, and I don't really pay attention too much to what people are doing in their personal life unless it's affecting me directly. Mm-hmm. All I can do is live my life as an example. If, you're, if you don't mess with married man, your friend does, Maybe she sees that you, she, you can find happiness with, with single people, and then she's going to say, okay, maybe I want a single person. Or you, yeah. I mean, I'm, you know, I agree with telling people, you know, what you're doing is, is, is really not right, but I don't think you should force your view on other people. I think everyone needs to find their own happiness the way they know how. And I don't think, I really do I think that because you're hanging out with someone who deals with married man means that you're a bad, you know, that you do the same thing yeah. or that that's your values, you know. So I wouldn't trust her around my man. She can't be anything. <laughs> she can't be left alone with my man while I'm gone. If I'm leaving, he's leaving. <laughs> but <laughs> if I'm leaving to get water, he's getting the water with me. <laughs> but <laughs> but we can still kick it. <laughs> no, it's funny because you said that uh, Monique had a uh, stand-up uh, DVD I saw a couple years ago, and she was talking about how she don't trust no woman around her man. She was saying that... Um, she had a maid that used to walk around and all these provocative clothes, and she fired her. She said that she yeah. um, hired hired a bald headed, commanding <laughs> maid, old maid, and she said she even she had to leave when I leave. She said when I leave the house, every day in the house had to leave. Okay, <laughs> I, I don't trust this. you either. <laughs> I will say this, Stevie. I don't. I'm not probably gonna get a whole lot of, you know, stuff for saying this. But honestly, I don't really. I don't really see it as being a woman that I'm really afraid of. If my friend was sleeping with married man, I wouldn't leave my man in there because I don't trust him. Yeah, my oh yeah, you with men because I feel like if they get an opportunity, they will sleep with just about anyone. I'm sorry to say, but I truly believe that. So if you, if you, he, a man's only as faithful as his options, like Tyrone yeah. says. Tyrone, and I truly Tyrone believe it. This, yeah. Yes, so a man's only as faithful as his options, Tyrone. and I definitely believe that. So if he had the opportunity to see with an attractive person, most likely he won't turn it down. Because, yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm not going to leave her right because she's already willing to give it up. I mean, it won't be such a hard connection. Well, here's, here's a funny comment. Uh, Shermaine put, um, I mean, Shamira, I'm sorry. Shamira put, uh, why, why would I be worried? My friends and I have an understanding. Plus, there'd be no, I ain't crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so do you think that intimidation, like if you know someone's crazy, would that make you want to step back from uh, being around that person? Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to deal with it. <laughs> I don't deal with crazy people. I do not deal with crazy people at all. And, you know, and I, being a woman, I kind of understand my boundaries. And sometimes I think about 
stuff that I've done, I'm like, okay, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Maybe that didn't come across as well as, right. you know, but sometimes you're just not thinking. Like one time a couple of, you know, um, months ago, I saw my friend out with her boyfriend, and I hugged, kind of hugged him first, but it wasn't intentional. It was right, more like yeah. he was in front. So I was like, oh, maybe I should have given her a hug, but it wasn't yeah. intentional. You know what I mean? So it's but you know, exactly. But but it's, some stuff is not conscious. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So, and, and, and definitely, definitely, people don't play about you know their mates these days. They so sure you want to do everything in your power to make sure you're not giving the wrong impression. Because everything is scarce now. Because <laughs> everything, is, and everything, and everything is suspect. Okay. So right. you just have to make sure that you on your P's and Q's when you're around somebody and their mates. You give you giving it her mate a hug and she sat out and you like hold oh, no, up, that's kinda of tight. <laughs> but it wasn't it wasn't that tight, it was just more but he I I got the him first. Okay. So I was like, Oh okay. shoot. Hey girl <laughs> <laughs> But it really wasn't intentional, it was you know, when I saw them uh coming, I was just like, Hey girl and then, you know, I she was kinda behind. Have. She was kinda behind. Yeah, it was, you know, someone that I had worked with before and hadn't seen in a while. Or whatever, but it wasn't intentional at all. It was just, Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. When when you were finished talking to him, how was she looking at you? No, it was so quick. It wasn't. I don't think she. I, don't, I think okay. it was more I noticed it. I don't think she. Okay. Yeah, it was more me than her. I don't think she even noticed or cared or whatever. But yeah. I think it was more me, like saying, "Oh, usually when I'm out or whatever, I'm so I'm feeling good, and right. I'm a lovey dovey, and I'm a lovey dovey drinker." So yeah. when I drink, I'm like, you know, very friendly or whatever. So I think, I don't think she even really realized, but I think it was more me. It clicked, okay. like, or oh, maybe, yeah. yeah. I got you. I got you. Well, I definitely want to thank everyone for who commented on the question of the day and who continues to comment on the question day each week. I will continue to have questions. and Thanks, um, Bree, for the hot topic. Bree, Bree gives them to <laughs> us each. She gives them every day on my Facebook page, but especially every Friday for the Stephen Knight Show. So definitely want to give her another shout-out, and thank you for that. And uh, we'll be right back. Attention, attention, all independent artists. Allow EOTM to use their expertise and create the buzz you deserve. Email them today for a free marketing analysis. Marketing at queensofinternetradio.com or call 678 678- Five four eight nine four six six. That's marketing at queensofinternetradio.com or call 678-548-9466. Internet Well, now it's time to go on to Stephen's playlist. Uh, we receive music from people all over the country want to be featured during the segment. I will tell you, we got a lot of people from Miami this week. Um, to be in our playlist. Oh, that's true. Yeah, right. What, kind of, what kind of music are we going to listen to? We're in store for <laughs> some good music. <laughs> but um, each week, uh, we expect artists to be on our playlist. Um, the list will be posted on our Facebook page every Friday so you know who the artist is and what the song, you know, the songs we're singing. Tonight, our playlist features songs by Junie, who um, we, we talked to in our last half hour. My homeboy, Sig B., who has a song um, featuring Waka Flock, uh, Sean, West, and more. And if you're interested in being featured on the Stevie Knight playlist, please email us at thestevienightshow@gmail.com. Please attach one or two songs, your bio, one or two promotional photos of you, 
And also, please make sure that the version of the song is edited and clean. We cannot play anything with curse words in it. Um, and we appreciate you doing that for us, and we look forward to hearing your music. Well, tonight our first song is by Joni. It's my favorite song by him. It's entitled Sunshine. Check it out and enjoy Stephen's playlist.
over my limit, standing on the bigger speaker. Every concert tag like the simple bleaker. Girls fucking with us cause they know we popping models. Fucking top models. Wood hoes too. When I hit the club, he just sing his woo woo. Some bottles of rose. A few kids of Hennessy. Come and have a drink with me. Close to the final thing And thank God I'm still here 2011 gotta be my year Just take some shots of 1800 Don't blame me baby girl cause you done done it Go ahead and have some fun Party, party, party till you see the sun So you wanna sip on Belvedere I'll get you drunker, I swear my dear
perceptions, nothing else.
hope you enjoyed Stephen's uh, playlist. Uh, we always appreciate the artists. Um, we get so many people who turn in music. They want to be featured on the show, and, and we try to bring you the best in uh, music and different genre. Um, definitely shout-out to Joni, uh, who we interviewed. Thank you again for taking the time to be on our show, and best luck with you, everything you have going on. Um, and then also, Steven, you mixed it up tonight. We did mix it up. You know, Miami brought it. Miami brought. It. We did have a few people in Atlanta, and then some people um, um, in other places. But yeah, Miami brought it, didn't they? Mhm. Yeah, I like the mix. I like the mix. Yeah. Well, do you have um, anything coming up this weekend that we're looking forward to? Um, this weekend I'm pretty much gonna lay low. Um, but I know your birthday's coming up next weekend. I'm looking yes. forward to that. Yeah, my birthday's coming up next weekend. Pisces. Pisces. Sorry, I had to say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was gonna say? Um, yeah, birthday next week on and then it's Saturday next Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next Saturday. Well, next Sunday is my birthday, and the Saturday is the party. Um, oh, yeah. Shout out to Royal Lounge for, for um, you know, accommodating all of us. Accommodating all of us, right? We'll be there. VIP. Yes, 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 yes. So I'm very excited about so that. It's going down next week, and it's then going the down. after. Yeah, the weekend after, I'm supposed to go to Miami for another friend's birthday, but I haven't really confirmed that because I need to take some some days off, and I'm not sure um, how my workload is looking. You know, if you don't. Uh, with our our uh, job, you're not there. You're not really making money. So yeah, you don't make no money. Um. Yeah. So, anyways, I have to figure that out. But I will definitely be looking forward to that as well. But yeah, I'm excited about next week. I think your party is going to be fun. It's, it's going to be a a full house. Yeah, and, and um, next week we will um, we got a high demand. We did a show a couple weeks ago on religion. We had um Tyrone who um spoke. He's an atheist. Uh, well, a devout Christian turned atheist. And then my aunt, Linda, was actually on that show. Um, and she spoke not from a religious standpoint, but from someone who believes in Jesus and, and um, God and whatnot. And it was a very interesting conversation. So it, very, it was. It was. It was one of my, my favorite. You know, it, yeah. was, it was a hot topic, but um, it was. they both did very well. They both did very well. So that's a really good show. Yeah. So we'll definitely be re-airing that next week. Um, I'll be enjoying uh, my birthday weekend. Your birthday weekend. <laughs> Here we definitely know what you on the, on the, on the, on the air. Don't want me on the air now. <laughs> but uh, I definitely want to thank, you know, again, all of our listeners, all of our people. You know, because I know we have a lot of people here um, locally who listen to the show. They can't hit the 10 o'clock on a Friday night because they want to be out. <laughs> but they go back on the during the um, week. During the weekend, a lot of people didn't know that you can go back and stream our, our shows um you go to EOTMRadio.com, and they have all of our shows. This is our eighth, our eighth um, show, and it has each each of the shows that you can go back and stream. We've had some very incredible guests um, who are doing big things. Um, we have great discussions. We have a lot of great discussions coming up. We have some other guests coming up. We have a comedian coming up soon. We have a author coming up soon. We have some more discussions. We're also going to have another very serious um, conversation about um, the status status of race in 2011. That's going to be a very um, interesting conversation. So a lot of things coming up, Ms. Parker. Um, what do you look forward to? I mean, you know, every, to be honest with you, you know, like I said, when you first when we first started the show, I was a little hesitant. But, you know, this yeah. is, it has been like my Friday now. You know, I really look forward yeah. to 
the show, period. Um, I know that everyone can listen to the entire show because we are in Atlanta, and Atlanta is a party town. Party town, sure. Um, <laughs> so we appreciate people who listen to the first hour, or the first, you know, 45 minutes. Thank you for your support or, you know, catch the last 30 minutes while you're driving. We appreciate mm-hmm. all of it. So, you know, our friends have been very supportive of us, and um, and it's been great. It's been great. And definitely, again, give um, EOTM uh, congratulations on their anniversary. Um, I believe it's been four years, three, four years that they've been on air and and cranking out shows, hit shows. Yeah, I listened, I listened to uh, to it for when they had the anniversary show. The anniversary show, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So definitely shout out to Carla, uh, Carla B., who, um, who she's in charge of the whole network. So we definitely thank her for this opportunity. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I have to thank, personally, I have to thank my staff. I have Miss um, Parker. I got to thank you. I got to thank. Uh, you making this sound like this is your last show or something. No. <laughs> We're taking a break. <laughs> We're taking a one week break, so I got to thank Miss Parker. I got to thank. You're taking a one week break. You're making it sound like you're going to hit <laughs> I'm a pair for our Emmy. So, Miss <laughs> uh, Parker, I got to thank Janera Ferguson. I got to thank uh, Chike. I got to thank Aaron. I got to thank people behind the scenes. Bree for coming with questions today. No, and you do a lot of the you know, you you do a lot of the work, so you know, we definitely appreciate that and, and thanks for, you know, making us I'm pretty sure I speak to the rest of the, uh, the gang. Thanks for making us a part of it and um it's been fun. It has been fun. And the most important way is to thank uh, our listeners because you are the ones who tune in each week and continue to support us. So as long as you support us, we'll continue to bring you what we have. But I wanna thank you all again and until two weeks from now Definitely check us out next week, but two weeks from now we'll be live again. God bless you, and have a great weekend. Have a great weekend, everyone. Good night. Today's sales leaders face a difficult task, selling the right products at the right time through the right channels. A new three-day program from Harvard Business School Executive Education addresses this problem directly. Join us on the Boston campus in August for Managing Sales Teams and Distribution Channels, where you will discover strategies that can lead to the best sales performance. Learn more by clicking the banner or visiting hbs.me sales. That's hbs.me sales. Total Wine & More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine & More has you covered at TotalWine.com.